Hello, Thades, ladies, and everyone in between. It's your host, Lex. I use they, them pronouns as well as she, her, and welcome back to Queer and Quarantine. So, if any of you have been following along uh, with when these episodes have dropped, you might have noticed I released basically the majority of my episodes uh, two days ago, and then I only released about, I think, two or three yesterday. Um, And the ones I released yesterday, I recorded all those on the same day, too. So I kind of took a little mini break yesterday. But um, yeah, uh, well, before I get into more of this episode, I'm going to be talking about, uh, as promised, I wanted to bring up um, an important person, somebody that we should definitely know in our queer history books. Um, And this is somebody who unfortunately is no longer alive, but they are still important nonetheless to our queer history, and that is Gladys Bentley. So Gladys uh, Bentley was born in 1907 and lived till 1960. Now Bentley was a gender-bending performer during the Harlem Renaissance, donning a top hat and tuxedo. Bentley would sing the blues in Harlem establishments like the Clam House, and I'm going to mispronounce this club name, it's the Ubangi Club, I believe. And according to a belated obituary that was published in 2019, the New York Times said Bentley, who died in 1960 at the age of 52, was Harlem's most famous lesbian in the 1930s and among the best-known Black entertainers in the United States. Um, I wanted to share uh, about Gladys Bentley and just, you know, um, bring up who they were and kind of their, uh, their importance to our history, because... Queer history itself is pretty much erased. Um, It's not something we get to read in our history books. It's not something we get taught growing up. And especially Black queer history, um, there's there's almost no information uh, besides, you know, we talk about Marsha P. Johnson. Um, But aside from Marsha P. Johnson, we really don't have a lot of information on other, um, what I would say, queer trailblazers of the time and especially uh, Black queer trailblazers at the time. So I, I wanted to, to share who Gladys Bentley was and um, and that they were an entertainer, because I know I, a couple episodes ago I was talking about uh, entertainers and, uh, I guess, us lesbians, quote-unquote, even though not all of them are lesbians. Um, but I thought I thought they would be a, a good good individual to start off the episode with. Gladys Bentley. Uh, definitely go research them. Um I, I also was excited to talk about them because as a fellow performer myself, I really wanted to highlight somebody that was uh, doing it at a time where it was not acceptable to be queer and it wasn't acceptable to be gender nonconforming. Um, and just a little touch on that, uh, when I say fellow performer myself, I do drag in my free time or, I mean, pre-pandemic, I uh, performed as a drag king. Um, <clears throat> my drag persona is Hunter Down, so if you are listening to this and you have ever come across one of my shows, great. Uh, if not, now you know something a little more about me, and maybe I'll do an episode on drag, um, if I get that far. But anyway, um, kind of moving more into this episode, I realize a lot of these episodes I've made have just been kind of my stream of consciousness and just being like, look what's in my apartment, here's my cat, here's random shit I'm doing. Um, And this whole podcast, I made it because it's about my experience, essentially, or I guess me just trying to figure out how to get through this COVID quarantine. And over the last three days, um, 
I think I've just been in a really dark place, to be completely honest. I had a breakdown the other night when I was on the phone with Kate, and that was, uh, I mean, I've had a lot of breakdowns over the last year and a half. I think a lot of us have. The uh, pandemic hasn't been exactly a joyous time, but I've, I've experienced a lot of really terrible things recently um, in a really short amount of time. And I'm not going to share all those terrible things because I don't think that would be conducive to anybody listening. But uh, the way I'll I'll put it is I've just experienced one terrible thing. And right as I'm about to get over it or feel like I'm getting over it, it seems like I've just been hit with another equally or worse thing right after that. And that's been consistently happening. Um probably for the last six months. And I, I, trust me, I know there are so many people out there that have it a, a lot worse than me, and I, I don't discount that at all. Um, I just feel like in, it's been the weird cosmic joke almost, like I keep getting slapped in the face, and I, uh, I've just felt really run down. I mean, physically, I feel really run down because of COVID, but I think mentally I've been really, really run down the last couple of months. Um, and I, I've had a couple moments over the last couple of days being like, why is this fucking happening to me? Like, why me? What am I doing wrong? Like, why, why does this keep happening? And I guess I want, I want to go back to episode three about vulnerability and having the courage to show up and be brave and to, you know, not be afraid to face the hard shit and whatnot. And I, I guess I want to be brave enough right now to keep getting back up after all these things that I've gotten knocked down with because I really just don't feel like getting up. There's a part of me that really just wants to stay on the ground and just wallow and self-pity which I think a lot of us have been there and a lot of us want to do that, but I I guess I, I want to keep challenging myself to be brave enough to get up. Um, yeah, so it's it's been a little bit of a rough time. Uh, and uh, I want to say I'm fine, but I don't think that is true. And I think a lot of us aren't fine. I think a lot of us go through a lot of really hard shit and we just don't talk about it or we do talk about it but maybe not in ways that help us work through it and move past it. And one of the things that I feel like I'm really struggling with right now is I've acknowledged all the terrible things that have happened to me, uh, especially this summer. Um, but I don't think that I've just accepted that it's happened or that it's happening, and I don't think I really have chosen yet to continue to live my life. I think I have struggled to continue to live my life um, in a lot of ways. So I think one of the things that I'm going to keep doing is uh, I'm going to try to have that courage each morning to put my feet on the ground and say, hey, you have a lot of terrible shit in your life. And you know what? It sucks. It really fucking sucks. But today is going to be a new day. 
and we're gonna live we're gonna live and we're gonna work through this um and I guess if any of you are listening and you're struggling I would highly recommend if you don't have a therapist already to find a therapist they are amazing and wonderful um part of the reason why I'm able to work through a lot of my stuff right now is because of my therapist um don't be afraid to lean on your friends and family members but remember with that we have to have boundaries um we have to ask for consent when we share things that are hard and we have to understand that maybe the person we're sharing with has limitations for how they can help which is okay those those that are willing to listen to us have a right to have limitations and they also have a right to have their boundaries respected um and with that kate thank you for listening to me i will keep trying to work on my boundaries with my sharing sometimes um but thank you i really appreciate you um but yeah, I just for all, for all of us, I guess I want us to just do a little self check in and see am I really okay? And if the answer is no, that's fine too. That's that's not terrible. Um, and if the answer is yes, that's great. But if the answer is no and you're not doing okay, reach out to somebody, anybody, get a therapist, um, talk to your mentor, a manager if you feel close enough to talk to them or your friends or your family members or significant other because I know of myself I have struggled a lot and I just I just need help sometimes and uh I think I am working on acknowledging needing help but anyway as with every episode it's just me rambling again because I've lost my train of thought um but yes uh, with that I, I will I will close it close it out with it's okay to feel not okay, which I'm sure is a pop song somewhere. Um, so go listen to that if you want to, or don't. But anyway, um, ladies, ladies, and everyone in between, thanks for listening to my queer and quarantine ramblings once again. Uh, I am Lex, I use they, them, and she, her pronouns, and this is Queer and Quarantine. <laughs>